0: Hope's Harbor, Gritty Bible Devotions by David Bradley. Defeat Fear with Faith. Key verse is 2 Timothy 1.7. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And fear in this verse, it's timidity, it's dread, and that is by implication being faithless. In the key verse, Paul is writing from a dungeon cell. Chained to the wall, and he knows his life is short. And early on in this letter, he wrote to Timothy words of encouragement. The devotion focus is no fear but faith. In episode 24, I went over the need to exercise the faith we claim to have, and I suggested areas of ministries to become involved with by interacting through email or direct serving or supporting. These are a great way to engage your faith your belief in God's word, where it tells us to love one another. But what about the day-to-day life of faith? What does it look like to exercise faith? Well, one way is when fear raises its ugly head and we confront it. Now listen, occasional fear is part of this fallen world and sometimes circumstances are fearful. I don't care how brave we are. But what I want to show you it's how to practice faith when normal fears surface, so that when larger issues emerge later down the road, bringing fearful consequences with them, we can function in the power of faith. I'll use an example from my rock climbing and repelling days. The first time I repelled off a building was during SWAT training. First was classroom instruction, and then application. We went to the training center's fire tower. This was a building in which firefighters trained in. I think they set fire to it somehow, and firefighter recruits had to go in while it was burning. And that's just crazy. Anyway, we roped into a figure eight piece of metal attached to a harness. This was a type of belt around our waist. Stood up on the edge of the roof, turned around backwards. Yes, backwards and were told to lean back against the rope and trust our gear. This was because when the command to go was given, we were supposed to go over the edge with only the rope holding us, then descend down the side of the building while kind of standing against the wall, letting the rope slip through that figure eight. I'm not afraid of heights per se, but it took everything I had to trust that rope. It took faith. Now, without exercising faith that day, I suppose my SWAT days would have been over. But eventually, I came to enjoy repelling, and with time got to the point I would run backwards and leap off a building. And it was maybe a year later, one of the SWAT guys took me climbing in northeast Georgia, and we hiked to the bottom of a very high cliff, and he gave me a brief, a few brief instructions of do's and don'ts, and up we went. The route was called digital for whatever reason, and it was about 450 feet high. Now, climbing required faith in the gear, same as repelling. The point is, when we exercise faith along with common sense, we'll accomplish more than always playing it safe. In my opinion, playing it safe has become a plague right now in Western society. Regardless, God didn't give us a spirit of fear. That came from our mortal enemy, Satan. Now, Paul addressed the issue of fear in the key verse in Second Timothy 1.7, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Now, listen to this. For God has not given us the spirit of fear. Did you hear that? Fear is from the infernal realm. It's a fiery dart from Satan. The verse goes on to say God gave us power. But what kind of power? It's spiritual power. This power enables us to love one another. And we have the spirit of love shed abroad in our hearts, as found in Romans 5.5. 5. And even though love is an unnatural act within our fallen nature, God has enabled us to love. And then God gave us the bonus of a spirit of a sound mind. And now I've had times when my mind was anything but sound. Some of it came from uh, a mental wound during childhood, but at other times it was my doing because I was undisciplined in my thinking and I let my thoughts run wild. Now, a sound mind during fearful times comes from developing a mindset focused on God's sovereignty as proclaimed throughout scripture. And it's in the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. So if I choose to focus my mind primarily on God's word, and keep to a minimum the input of data from the world, the flesh, and the devil? Then I strengthen my mind against the onslaught of this determined enemy, determined to destroy. Jesus said, our enemy came to kill, steal, and destroy. This is where the battle for my mind occurs and where I strive to fulfill Romans 12:2, which reads, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. If you work at transforming your mind, this in turn strengthens your faith. And in episode 26, I'll look at what it takes to transform our minds. But for now, in this current state of creation, fear is common, and it's normal to fear uh, at times. And again, it's part of our fallen state of being, the world we live in. However. You and I must choose whether we will allow fear to have its way unchecked or check it and deflect it with the word of truth found in God's word. We use the word of God as a shield, and this refers back to Ephesians 6.16. Above all, take in the shield of faith with which you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. And did you notice with the shield of faith, we can quench all the fiery darts of Satan? And these darts, uh, they are infernal thoughts, usually involving self-hatred and or condemnation. And this is where reading the Bible every day is so important. The Bible contains the living word of God Almighty, his personal words and promises to you and I. And it is effective in resisting our old nature and in resisting the satanic influences that come at us every day. Furthermore, if I don't store up God's word against the day of battle, it's like a soldier running out of rounds in a firefight. Now, here's the action to consider. When fear makes itself known, and it's usually the feeling first, then the thought that comes, at this point, don't play what if, but rather find the opposing truth to whatever circumstances or thought or person is causing you fear. It's more powerful if you can speak the verse out loud. Also, and this is one of my favorite uh, means that I use for help, is on a three-by-five card or cards, write several verses of power found in the Word of God and keep these handy. Pull them out and, again, if possible, read them out loud and then keep your mind focused on that verse and others and refuse to consider fierce accusations. Look in the concordance for words like power, faith, war, victory, and so forth. Now, in summary, developing faith in God's word takes time and practice. It is a mental game, to be sure. Win the battle there and making decisions that cause fear will become easier. I should say making decisions in the face of fear, in spite of fear, becomes easier. And again, some fear is normal, but God expects us to overcome inordinate fear. That's unusual fear, sometimes exhibited as a phobia. It's that fear that causes us to avoid people, places, and things. Now, listen, I've got a fear of electricity, um, and I avoid it whenever possible. But that's just almost like self-preservation. I also have a fear of closed tight places, and there's no mental game strong enough once I feel uh, confined where I cannot breathe that helps. And I'm not talking about people, places or things posing a real danger to us, but rather it's uh, it's that suffocating fear usually instilled in us way back as children. And then it throughout our lives, it manifests itself as anxiety, sometimes to the point of panic attacks. If you experience crippling fear or phobias, please consider seeking professional counseling, if at all possible, with this. Now, next week's devotion is, since I mentioned resisting fear as a mind game, the helmet of salvation is next. The key verse is Ephesians 6.17, which reads, And take the helmet of salvation. You've been listening to Hopes Harbor, gritty Bible devotions by David Bradley. To get show notes, visit hopesharbor.net.